Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have lots of time to sit and watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And today we have Mary Cogswell um, as our guest. She's been teaching for 33 years as a band teacher. She's also a clinician, and she's a mentor to other teachers. Um, She's done a lot of stuff, and I... um, wanted to just highlight some things like she's been president of the South Dakota Bandmasters Association, and she's involved in many other state and national committees and organizations. She's done a lot of guest conducting, including the 2018 South Dakota Middle School All-State Band and the 2019 South Dakota, oh, she was in the 2019 South Dakota Band and Orchestra Magazine's 50 Directors Who Make a Difference. And she's the co-editor of Beginning Band Adaptable Series with Robert Ambrose. Ooh, she's done it all, you guys. This is awesome. Mary, thanks for being here today. Thank you so much for the invite. Yeah, yeah. Before I, Mary, tell you what she's going to tell you, let me tell you what she's going to tell you so you stay tuned. <laughs> she's going to talk to you about some things that she has done that has kept her retention high. It's increased student engagement. And then she's going to share specific resources like activities and interactive worksheets and websites and some self-created materials that you can implement immediately for your student musicians and for their families. So we'll tell you at the end, you know, the website, we'll put that in the show notes and stuff. But uh, let's find out who Mary is and what she created. There's probably a story as to why she created it too. So we'll dig into that. Mary, How did you become a music teacher? Women didn't do this back in the day when you and I started. That is true. Uh, I started taking piano lessons when I was in third grade, and I guess that sparked my interest in music. And then for whatever reason, decided to start playing the clarinet in fifth grade. I have no idea why I picked that instrument, but um, apparently I grew to love it. Uh, And I, I really was quite involved with the piano. And so when I was thinking of going, when I was going into high school, I was waffling a little bit on whether I should stay in band or not. Uh, But a friend of mine uh, whose brother was in the high school band where I was going to go to school uh, invited me to go to their indoor marching band performance in the fall. uh, And that that was it for me. Uh, that, That was the defining moment that this was so cool. And this was something that I wanted to do. Um, And so that's kind of where that that path led me and kept going through high school and in college, obviously, and was a music major. Um, And then got my first job in Southeast uh, South Dakota, five through 12 band. And I did that for four years. And then uh, was offered the position uh, to teach beginning band here in Brookings. And I have been here since. Wow. Well, I'm selfish about this, too, because I'm super glad for what you're sharing with everybody else. But as I told you before we started recording here, this is my second year of teaching beginning band. And oh, my gosh, any of you out there that have never done it, you have to do it. It's the coolest thing ever. I always appreciated the beginning band directors because I couldn't have done the stuff I did up at the other end. But man, you know, to think, you know, doing concerts just like two and a half to three months after you introduce them to these instruments. So I found, though, that there's a lot of material out there and there's a whole lot of different needs in the classroom and, and it's a lot and it's hard. So um, you're here and you've kind of 
worked through some of this. So tell us a little bit about what you've created, maybe why you've created some of these resources. Sure. Um, So I tell anybody that I do a clinic with that there are the various method books out there. And I think there are positives and there are negatives for all of them. So pick the one that you feel would be the best fit for you and go with it. Um, Don't feel chained to the method book by any means. If you're a beginning teacher, obviously you want to stick to the method book somewhat until you figure out what your needs are and what your students' needs are, um, but don't don't feel chained to the method book. Um, I think I started to evolve. Um, it's been quite a few years ago now, probably at least ten years ago. Uh, the initial trend was just seeing more and more students becoming more and more involved in outside extracurricular activities and how. I could possibly engage them more Um, and knowing that whatever method book I was using, I wasn't sure, well, that doesn't really cover what I think the needs are right now for what we're covering. Uh, And so initially I started making my own supplemental packet is where that that started. um, I didn't see some things, very technical things being covered. And so, well, then I'll just make my own. Now, when you first start doing this, once you figure out what your students' needs are, upfront, it can be time consuming. No question about that. You know, if you want it to look nice and you're including music, you know, if you're putting that in in finale or whatever with text and everything. It's it's time consuming. Um, but once you have it set, obviously, then that suits your needs. And I'm still using that packet. I don't use all of it now, but I use a lot of it. So it still is meeting the needs that I feel my students need to have. Um, and then from then, things have started just branching out. And with technology, more and more has become available over the past you know, especially since COVID, there's just a lot involved. Um, but yeah, it's mainly just how to get how to get students in the door. You really have one shot to get students in the door into the band room. Occasionally, you'll have students that will join later, but it's really one one opportunity. So, what are you going to do? What are you going to hook them that to band? Because some of them have been doing some of these activities since they were five years old. You know, so what's going to hook them? And so there are a number of things that I I started out with um, several years ago. I just I bought I made postcards. We have a band logo. Our band program has a logo. We put that on the front of it. And then on the back, I put a little QR code with my website on it. If you have parents, if you have questions, um, you know, band students rock or whatever you want, but then the address is to the student. So every potential beginning band student gets a postcard, you know, two or three weeks before the beginning of the school year. Um, so that's the initial hook that they get. Um, once you go, you go through all the display nights, um, you know, the instrument selection process, offer them a photo opportunity at the display night, you know, and that can be lots of variations on how that works too. Um, but I had like a shiny background and, okay, here's the instrument you just picked. We're going to take your picture. And then I would always open it up, you know, cause the parents are standing right there. So mom, do you want to, would you like a picture? And of course they're, you know, thrilled to death for this. Uh, so things like that. And the one thing I started this year 
because I do believe parents, they want to help their, their child, but unless they were in band or they've had an older um, sibling in it, they don't know what to do. And so from the very first week when the kids were handed their instruments this year, I started making questions for this week was the very first week. And I, I prettied it up rather than just putting it bullet points in an email. I, I fancied it up and put it in Canva. And so here are the questions you should ask your musician this week. And just like, how do you put your instrument together? Are you holding it properly? Um, are you tapping your toe when you practice? Show me how to finger or, you know, slide position the first note. Really basic questions like that. And I've done that every week now. And when we had parent-teacher conferences, I asked for some feedback. And many of the parents thought it was very, it was like, I wish I would have had that when I was in fifth grade beginning band. Oh, that's a wonderful way because parents do want to help their kids. But you're right. They don't know how. And if you can do that, because you know what you want your kids to be talking about. I love that. I love that. That's been that's been really successful just this year. Um, and just keeping the, the family involved. I I know some people cringe, but I introduced Baby Shark to my kids for tonguing purposes. Um, I for when I first read that, this this will help your students tongue. And I thought, really? Okay, well, I'll try anything once. And I was shocked that it actually worked. Um so the kids, of course, love it. But then I invite the families, okay, over Thanksgiving break, create a video. Multi-generations have participated in some of these videos. It's it's a really cool uh, opportunity that the families can have and they can all participate. So it's just keeping that engagement with the students and then bringing in their family members too is um, is, is really key. And I, I will say, obviously nothing's foolproof. And enough, not everything's going to work for every situation, but you have to pick pieces of what you feel would work for your situation and what you have time for. That's also key. But these examples you're giving, such an important piece of what you're doing. This is beyond teaching the music. It's marketing your program. It's it's helping people identify what are the characteristics we want, taking pride in this, the parent pride. You're doing all the things. This is what I do with my, um, before I do our big fundraiser, you should see all this, the videos that are playing tomorrow as parents come in before the concert of the kids actually speaking about why they love band. The kids made 15 second excerpts and it's, and our, my husband put this cheese ball music behind it and, and it does, it pulls on their emotions and that's why people stay involved. That's the magic. And then the tonguing matters and all that other stuff, right? But you got to have them in the classroom or you can't do anything with them. Exactly. Yeah. So we got and a lot of cool. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I know I've got a bunch of other stuff that we're going to chat about in a sec, but I uh, want to pause for just one moment. Are you feeling overwhelmed with the never ending tasks of being a band director? Do you dream of having a strong music program while still enjoying time for yourself and your family? Well, the Empowered Music Educator Academy is here to turn that dream into a reality. Here at the Academy, we offer a comprehensive suite of resources tailored just for you. From insightful books that offer fresh perspectives to engaging courses filled with practical strategies. But that's not all. If you need a more personalized approach, you can use our one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, which are designed to address your unique challenges, helping you find harmony in your busy schedule. And for a truly immersive experience, join us at one of our retreats where you can rejuvenate and connect with fellow music educators. 
The Empowered Music Educator Academy isn't just about teaching music. It's about enriching your life as a band director. We're here to ensure you thrive professionally and personally, providing you with personalized tools for wellness and productivity tips that last a lifetime. So don't miss out. Visit our website at www.theletterm.com to learn more and take the first step towards a more balanced, fulfilling career in music education. Because at Band Director Bootcamp, we believe in empowering you to conduct not just music, but a life you love. Okay, we are back here with Mary Cogswell, and she's just been giving us some really great pointers for um, getting our community and our students more engaged. I'm going to let you keep talking. Just, could you give us a couple more examples in the last few minutes we have here? These are sure. really good and concrete. The one thing I would really suggest, try and do some sort of concert. I do mine 10 to 12 weeks in from starting. This is not a perfect concert. I do an informants. I do it during the school day. Uh, I do it over the students' lunch. The families are invited to come in and have lunch with their student once we're done playing. Again, I offer a photo op. We have a drum man and a drum tree with Christmas lights on it and everything. And so once we're done, the families can go over to the photo op take pictures with their student and their instruments and their friends, and then they can go eat. And it's become a very popular activity for um, that ending before that Christmas vacation. But yeah, it's just really keeping that, that momentum going and getting that in um, activity going for both parents and students. That's so key. And the other thing we, we really have built around, we have our logo and then we have the Rock This Band theme, which is in the Sound Innovations book. That has become a theme really for our entire, our entire band program now. We play it at our all district concert. There is also the full version link that we play five through 12 students all together. So everybody uh, truly understands the rock, this band importance uh, in our band program. And that's key. If you can come up with a theme and stick with it, that that is just key to retention and keeping interest high. It's marketing mm-hmm. and advertising. It's and marketing. that's what it's re it's it's re-imprinting these these Absolutely. Same images and everything. So important. So important. Um tell us a little bit about your your um book that you've got, the the um I just lost the title of it in my notes. Tell us. <laughs> beginning Band Adaptable, Adaptable Series. Adaptable. Yes. So it's a great beginning, very beginning band uh, series that was uh, formed during COVID. Uh, it was from my frustration that there were so few, if any, flex tunes for 0.5. Um, and so Robert Andro- Ambrose uh, from Georgia State asked me on board. He knew the composer in, I knew the beginning band end. And so these are pieces specifically designed about for a rubric for very beginning band students. They are 25 to 40 ish measures in length because lots of times my kids can't perform a full 60 measure length piece at the beginning, obviously. Um, and then some of them have electroacoustic parts, some of them have supplemental material, and it's through Murphy Music Press, so you can make as many copies of each part that you want, which I think is super exciting, um, and just a great, uh, great talented group of composers that have come on board uh, to write for this series. And so, is that I, with Megan Binther? Of, 
What's that? Is that with Megan Vinther? Murphy she's Press? going to be writing one. Oh. Okay. Yep, she's Aaron um, Keaton Howard has one, Brave Beginnings, that's in it right now. Okay, she's my director for the band I play in. And Megan's awesome. a colleague, so I love seeing all these yeah. women getting out there. So that's, it's just a great series for when you can't, your, your kids just can't handle a full 60 measure piece. But that gives them such a cool experience. That's the next step right. beyond just the band. Yep, it's a, band it's, the, it's a bridge between the method book and the first real piece. It was really one of the concepts for it, so. Yeah, well, that's that's super helpful. I found a few things like that when uh, COVID, yeah, I never understood, you know, ever used FlexBand. And then I realized what a great teaching tool that can be too. those kinds of things. Cause you know, students can learn different parts and, and doing those things. And, and you're right now, I, I there's not a lot of really of stuff at the 0.5 level that I found. I'm now I'm not the expert, but I have looked and I've, I've done that. So it's exciting that you guys have stuff out there that can really help bridge that gap. And, um, yeah. And the ideas that you've brought on board too. I hope everybody really listened to the ideas. Again, it won't, you don't have to do exactly what the things Mary no. was doing, but what she's doing is she's bringing in her community. She's built a, a community of, of musicians and commu- people that want to support them. Um, and never underestimate the power of, of that kind of thing, but take a picture with your kid or, or come have lunch with them after they do your you know, recital. One of our favorite things is grand buddies going to the retirement home to play. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we got a PTA wrote us a grant to pay for our buses because they love that community thing. So anyway, it's all these things that we do. um, And your super specific um, examples are really helpful for those, especially for those of us that might be new into to this area. So thank you so much for sharing your time and your resources. Can you tell us like where we could find your stuff online? Uh, You can always use my website, beginning band and beyond. Uh, dot com slash Weebly. Um, there, there are lots of resources on there and I'm just continually adding to it because, oh, I came up with another thing. So I just add, keep adding to it. Um, and I have, there are lots of resources you can click on. A lot of them, many people know, obviously, some of them are very obvious, but, you know, but some aren't. And it, you just have to play around a little bit and figure out what really what works for your situation because everybody's situation is different. Yeah. But the more examples of things we can see, then we can can take those and create our own. But you've got it's easier to have a starting spot than to just try to figure it out on our own. So thank you for sharing your time and your resources and um, this gift that you've got for for, um, really bringing a community together. You're welcome. Thank you so much again for the invite. Yeah. And I want to thank all of you listeners who keep showing up and making a difference in kids' lives through the magic of music education. The work you do matters and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of productivity and wellness tips to make your life a little easier.